Hello everyone, you're very welcome to the Open Training College Working with Families podcast. My name is Neve McAvoy and today I'm going to be talking you through your assignment guidelines for the Working with Families module. So we'll just give a brief overview first. So you have your assignment which is worth 65%, your journal article review which is worth 25% and finally your online discussion which is worth 10%. So we'll just talk through those three sections and then we'll look at maybe some general assignment guidelines as well. So your assignment at 65% starts there with a quote from the Constitution of Ireland recognising the family as the natural and primary and fundamental unit group of society. So what you are asked to do then in relation to that is to discuss the opportunities and the challenges facing the diverse range of modern Irish families in supporting their family members with disabilities, in achieving their individual goals and wishes as they move through the various life stages. So there's a few important points in that that we'll, we'll pull up on but you're, you're given four specific pointers and we'll come back to those in a minute so let's go back through the actual essay titles discussing the opportunities so you're asked to consider the opportunities and the challenges so make sure that you address both of those key points there the opportunities and the challenges because what happens sometimes when you're given two things like this is people might focus on one rather than the other so make sure in your essay that you talk about the opportunities and you talk about the challenges. Uh, it mentions diverse range of modern Irish families in supporting their family members with disabilities. So again, use the phrase diverse range of Irish families and maybe even give some examples in achieving their individual goals and wishes. So it's very important that you focus in on the person with disability achieving their individual goals and wishes. What are the challenges and opportunities around that? So it's not just a gen general conversation, you want to focus in on that particular aspect and then as they move through the various life stages. So you're going to be talking from from cradle to grave, basically right through children, adolescents, young adults, older adults. Um, you have to address all the different life stages there. So the four points in the essay that you're asked to make specific reference to is the status of the families of people with disabilities and legislation and recent developments in this area. So you've quite a lot of information there in relation to developments in legislation and policy. So we have EPSON, we have the CRPD, we have the Disability Act, you have Children First, you have the Assisted Decision Making Act. Um, you also need to consider that if you're talking about children, it's their best interests. So all the policy and legislation around children refers to best interests. So the likes of Ashter, Shielta, AIM, which is the Access and Inclusion Model, the Children First Guidelines and Act, all of that talks about children in relation to the best interests of the child and obviously then considers the child to be under the guardianship of their parents or carers. With adults, we used to talk about best interests, but that's not the case. We need to consider the adult in terms of their, the person with disabilities will and preference. And this is common true for the Assisted Decision Making Act. Historically, we would have talked about the next of kin and we would have considered incorrectly. We know now but we would have considered the next of kin to have some sort of legal basis. But now we know for sure they don't. The next of kin does not have a legal basis to make decisions for the adult. So you might need to get that point across in your assignment as well. So with your assisted decision making act, it assumes capacity for all people unless it's proven otherwise. So you might want to to make note of that as well in your in your assignment. 
The next one is Bronfen Brenner's bioecological model of human development systems theory as a way of understanding families in context context rather and the array of supports available to families so you have the five layers or systems that Bronfen Brenner talks about so you have the micro the meso the exo the macro and the chrono and then you also have these different proximal processes so when you're looking at those processes or systems that that Bronfen Brenner talks about he's, he looks at the families the schools society any of the other systems that, that a person is surrounded by and impacted on um, you have the political sphere, you have the financial sphere. So how do these directly affect the person and how do they indirectly affect the person? So changes in policies, in um, disability allowance payments, changes in direct provision of services, the allocation model for SNAs, all of these sorts of things can impact the person. And you need to, to, to address all of that in your essay. So where's the challenges? Where's the opportunities? Uh, in in all of all of those, uh, in terms of the family supporting the person to achieve their individual goals, then you're moving on to look at the influence of the models of disability to which families in Ireland were or are exposed, and the impact of this on the life of the person with disability. So again, in the module, and from your previous studies, you would be familiar with the medical model, the social model, the universalist model, and the systems model is might be a new one to you that's based on Bronfen Brenner um, and it's outlined in the module for you so again where's the challenges where's the opportunities for families supporting the individual within each of those those mod models of, of disability and then finally the roles of staff and services in supporting people with disabilities and their families and you have a, a module that's devoted to ski key skills and competencies for working effectively with families in a person-centered way so things like developing plans how do you involve the person and their family, identifying support needs, negotiation skills. There's many, many more. That's just a, a brief overview. So those are the four key things that you have to address within your, your assignment. Your word count is two and a half thousand words. So try to stick within that. Remember your 10% over, 10% under allowance. Uh, you have two ways that you could approach the layout of this. So you could either do points one to four and look at the opportunities and challenges for each of them, or you could look at opportunities and challenges and bring one to four in under each heading. So it's it's really what whatever suits suits you best. Um, so that is your assignment. Um, we'll move on to look at the journal article review. So there's a, a, a handout up on the site for you in relation to how you go about doing a journal review, because I know for many of you, this might be the first time that you've ever actually had to, to write a journal article review. So your instructions are there, numbered one to six, and we'll just go through them very quickly. So before you even begin to write a review, you do need to read the article for most people, probably a few times just to get a sense of, of the meaning and to get to grips with the language that's used, because for most journal articles, the language can be quite academic and, and different to maybe what you're used to reading. So read it a few times before you even start to put pen to paper. You write a citation at the top of the review and we, we request the Harvard referencing style, as always there. So it's your full reference. And your details are there in number two as to what to include. We then you move on to do one to three paragraphs, depending on the length of the article, uh, of a summary. And it shows you there what to do. So the purpose of the article, how the research was conducted, what were the results? And then is there any other important information that you feel would be important to include in the summary 
Okay, so you're not, it's just a brief summary. Then the meaning or the implication of the results of the study. So if you will, it's the so what factor. What difference has it made? This is going to be one to two paragraphs. You can offer your opinion on the article and discuss any flaws and how you think it could have been better within this part also. Then in part five, what are the suggested improvements? So write one paragraph discussing how you feel the author could expand on the results. What does the information mean in the big picture? And what future research should focus on? So have you any suggestions for future research in relation to this? And then cite any direct quotes or paraphrases from the article and using the author's name, the year of publication and the page number. So your journal review is 1500 words, right? So that's your review. And then you have your online discussion and your online discussion is worth 10%. And you're asked to discuss the skills needed by social care practitioners to support individuals with disabilities, maintain or develop positive relationships with their families in the long term, taking account also of the relationship between the service provider and the family. So you're required to make one posting and respond to at least two other students' posts. Now, just to remind you again that to make these postings in a timely manner, so don't leave it until the very end of the module. So the whole purpose of this is to maintain a discussion and to get a discussion going so the people who engage with this from the start and keep it up throughout the module they're the people who will score better in this this section and 10 percent there's potential there for for a, a good um percentage to to be added on to your total marks so those are the three parts of your assignment and as always with those if there's any other queries in relation to to them please contact your, your tutor. So before we finish up, just to go through some general assignment things. So as always, your presentation and structure is very, very important. So do proofread your work for typos, sentence structure. Lots of, of silly marks get lost for these things. So in order to best proofread it, it's probably best to leave it for at least a day if you can. Come back to it and then you'll notice any errors quicker than... Proofreading immediately after writing it is a bit more difficult because I suppose you're you're so close to it at that stage that you, you do need to kind of step away from your work for a day or two and then come back. And it's almost like you're coming back to it with fresh eyes. You'll pick up any mistakes or errors quicker when you've had that that time away from it. So but proofreading is, is really important. The alternative is to ask somebody competent to proofread it for you as well or read it aloud. That helps, too. But proofreading is very important. Your referencing and research. So your use of referencing and the amount of re or the, the types of references that you've used. So and how do you link your references to text? Are you using too many direct quotes? So we do recommend you try to paraphrase as much as possible. But if you have to use a direct quote, are you linking it to the text? So you will go down in your marks if you just pop a quote in and it's not linked to the preceding text. OK, so just make sure that that you link up your references or your quotes to what to your own writing. Um, introduction and conclusion. Sorry, I just lost my space there. Introduction and conclusion. So just make sure that you follow the college guidelines for introductions and conclusions and that you have all the key things in both sections and naming your assessment so by this stage we would hope that you're familiar with the naming process for your assessment so do ensure that you you name your assessment correctly and as i said to you already your 
online contribution so that you're making your discussion posts in a timely manner so not leaving it all to the very end so that's it for me in relation to your assessment podcast the very best of luck with it it is your second last assessment or assignment for for third year so almost at the end now so any queries in relation to what you're required to do in your assignment do drop your tutor an email Eileen, Alico and Cathy are always eager to get your emails. So the very best of luck, guys, and I will talk to you soon. Take care.